I'm Dan. And I'm Loz. And this is Adulting Made Uneasy. The unofficial guide to adulting by two 20-somethings who most definitely don't know what they're doing. No, we do not. Although, I think we've been adulting pretty well this week. Yeah, I think so too, actually. We've been watching Spring Watch. Oh, yeah. Nowhere else could you learn where Chris Packham's <laughs> stepdaughter's, what what her favourite moth species uh-huh, is or uh-huh. whatever. I can't... Tiger moth? No, I think it's a great hawk. Mm. Elephant oh, hawk. Oh, yes. Elephant hawk yeah. moth is her favourite. Love that we know that. And now, now the nation's <laughs> burning question has been answered. <laughs> it's been good, though. I think I never took it seriously when I was like a kid watching it with my grandparents. Mm. Um, but actually, especially with us going on so many walks and seeing all these different birds up close, I think it's fabulous. It's really good. And like the UK wildlife, you never really realised, was so like... Uh, varied, I mm-hmm. suppose, and diverse. Mm-hmm. Um, and you didn't really care about it that much <laughs> when you were little. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> I, think, I think I thought that other countries had better wildlife because I'd see them on nature documentaries. Like, um, we'd be watching, I don't know, Life in the Undergrowth and seeing yeah. some, like, praying mantises in the Amazon rainforest. And I'd be like, oh, that's so cool. And then I'd look at a woodlouse, like, totally different. <laughs> I love a cheesy bug. Yeah. Um, do we not have praying mantises? Sorry, side... Side quest. I don't think we have praying mantises, but I do think we have certain species of stick insect. I might be wrong. What are the ones that go like... That's a chicken. (laughs) (laughs) No, with their legs, but it doesn't sound like that to us. It sounds like... A grasshopper. Oh, is that what that is? Where they rub their legs together and it makes a chirp. There's there's crickets and grasshoppers. Both of those do that kind of thing. Not praying mantises. No, they're the, they're the big scary boys with like the hooked barbed arms. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, not a fan of them. <laughs> I, wish, I wish the uh, listeners could see my arm action for that as well. <laughs> we should start videoing when we record these and then just do it as a time lapse yeah. and put it on the grid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. So funny. What else have we been watching? Oh, we're into our competitions at the minute, aren't we? Mm-hmm. So obviously RuPaul's Drag Race just finished controversial ending mm. to be sure um <laughs> we'll do a whole uh, rupaul episode shall we <laughs> honestly yes i'd love that we can get gabby in as a guest oh mm-hmm, mm-hmm. brilliant who's um, gabby just for people who don't know gabby is my best friend i've been best friends with her since 10 years ago now mm-hmm. almost and she's just incredible to be honest She's an absolute star and a babe, and we love her and her partner, Jim, very, very much. Yeah, we quiz with them every weekend now. Yeah. Since lockdown started, we've been um, on that Zoom quiz uh, <laughs> trend, haven't we? Except we're not cool enough for Zoom, so we just use the Facebook video call. <laughs> <laughs> but then pretend that we understand when we share Zoom memes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, competitions. Yes. Um, glow up. Mm-hmm. We binged the first season and now we're feverishly waiting for the next episode of season two. Oh, don't you hate that when you actually catch up with a show you've been binging and then you have to actually wait every week like a peasant? This is why I never watch what is on at the moment. I just <laughs> wait, let everyone talk about it, let, it let me forget old. the spoilers, <laughs> and then I'll watch it. Yeah. But no, we did get started with Glow Up season two. We've just watched the Michelle Visage... Visage... It's a Epi- tongue twister of a name, isn't it? Michelle Visage. There you go. 
Michelle Visage. We just watched her episode. Oh, and we've been watching her series on mm-hmm. BBC as well. There was another one. What was the other one? We watched Alex Ryder. Yeah, we binged that. That's not a competition. No. We all about Big Flower Fight. Big Flower Fight. Now that is a show. <laughs> <laughs> With something something Vander Yacht. Oh, <laughs> did not. But it, it has, has got um, Vic from Vic and Bob. Yes. I never know whether he's Mortimer or the other one. Um, Reeves. Vic Reeves and Bob Mortimer. That sounds right to me. I don't know. You know who I'm on about, dear listeners. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it sounds dumb. It sounds like the most boring thing ever, but it's absolutely incredible. Yeah, so there's these like big flower sculptures that mm-hmm. these florists have to make and they're in pairs and actually really diverse competition isn't it oh You've completely got good yeah. representation and good yeah. um, inclusivity across multiple nations as well so there's people from all over the world yeah definitely the UK, and they're in this big dome it's like they've pretty much just ripped they went hmm, how can we one up the marquee from uh, bake off <laughs> yeah. we'll make it a big dome Ooh, oh and when they <laughs> and when they show off the like final sculptures that they make they have the the water steam oh yeah it's like they've got a smoke machine from yeah this <laughs> <laughs> and they filled it with like it's absolutely incredible um but yeah, a lot of them aren't florists, so like you've got a couple of fine artists, you've got landscape gardeners, yeah, um, other stuff. I don't know. Watch it. If you've got Netflix, put it on. It's sassy and hilarious. What I was going to say about Vanderyot, though, mm. one of the judges, is imagine being so rich that you've literally got the word yacht in your surname. <laughs> <laughs> He's a character, isn't he? I don't know whether that was his given name at birth or whether he's changed it to be, like, middle class. I don't know. He's like (laughs) Florist of the Stars or something. Yeah, that's it. That's what they say, isn't it? Florist (laughs) to the Stars. Wow, what a title. I know. What a time to be alive. (laughs) Love it. I love the amount of TV we've been able to watch because normally I feel really guilty for it. I'm like, no, we need to be doing something productive. But since lockdown's happened, I'm like, yeah. Everyone telly. else is just watching telly, so absolutely brilliant. And obviously, we've been working as well, so it's it's like work during the day, and then evening is downtime. Yeah, I think because I'm not having the time to travel to and from work, that's mm. like extra time in the day. That's a whole hour that you're getting back, isn't it? And then we've been making the most of the mornings as well. So pre-work, yeah, um, we've been going out to see the sunrise a few mornings. Mm-hmm. Um, we've tried to do like one a week but we've slipped this week because it's been a bit naff weather yeah and I also wouldn't say slipped I think we've both just kind of reached a point of near exhaustion (laughs) (laughs) it's true we we kind of our alarm goes off and we're like no not today yeah but it has been lovely I mean we started off doing it because we wanted to avoid people Mm -hmm. it was when lockdown got lifted the first time round, and all of a sudden everyone was in the parks and they were social distancing with their them and someone from another household like yeah it it wasn't social distancing well, at it all it was like a bank holiday weekend wasn't it which mm-hmm. i think was a mistake yep <laughs> <laughs> they should have left it at least one week yeah um but yeah so we decided well all we're gonna see is dog walkers and like the occasional jogger if we go dead dead early um and it'll mean getting some cute pics, which we have got. Mm-hmm. And it's just been lovely, really. And we've gone to a few places that we've never been before, too. Yeah, it'd be cool to see them during the day as well, rather than mm. just in um, 
was it called? Golden Hour? Golden Hour, yeah. The only sad thing about going so early is that I'm spending all this time outside and not getting a tan. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Which is a bit, it's a bit annoying. Um, but I am getting my steps in. <laughs> On your Fitbit. I am indeed, yeah. <laughs> but no, I definitely recommend it. Like, even when we get up, when the alarm goes off at like what quarter to five, it's not fun. <laughs> but you're a diamond. You make me a brew. You make me a, a coffee and a flask. I shove some mascara on, put a dress on, and then as soon as we go outside and we see that sky, it's like we're both wide awake. Yeah, like that. for sure. And it's it is magical. It's really beautiful to see. Would recommend to yeah. a friend. So yeah, it's been a bit of a. A fun-filled week, really, hasn't it? Mm -hmm. So this week's topic is a little bit more fun than last week's. I was going to say I don't think we're going to be moaning that much, but (laughs) we'll see. We'll see what happens. It always kind of descends into moaning a Mm -hmm. bit much, doesn't it? But never mind, eh? But yeah, this week's topic is actually courtesy of my mum, who said that she thought it would be a really good idea if we spoke about all the lies our parents told us as we were children, that now we're adults, we know was a load of rubbish. Yeah, so parental advice or little, I guess, old wives' tales, old Mm -hmm. mums and dads' tales that they tell you either to get you to stop moaning about not having ice cream or are just annoying to them, (laughs) (laughs) I think. What are some examples of things your mum told you that you grew up to realise? So the main one that really got me... And the first thing that came into my head when we were talking about this was that when we used to go on holiday to Cornwall, say I wanted an ice cream at like 3pm, 4pm, and I'm like, Mum, can we get ice cream? She'd turn around and say, oh, no, we can't. I'd be like, why? I, I want ice cream. Oh, well, you see, it's against Cornish law to have ice cream at 4pm on a Thursday. Oh, Okay. Never questioned it again. What? <laughs> what? I mean, firstly, how dumb am I? Eight-year-old me. Oh, strong, gullible trait there. Secondly, there were people walking around eating ice cream. Why didn't I question it? Maybe they were from, from Devonshire, so it didn't matter. But we were in Cornwall. Maybe. They hopped the border. <laughs> <laughs> Went the to a Devonshire ice cream shop and came back to Cornwall and was just there to rub it in your face and be like, look, I've got a fab. <laughs> okay, firstly, if you're in Cornwall and you're not getting real Cornish ice cream... Oh, you're not getting a 99, yeah, to be What fair. is... No, not even a 99. I'm talking about the real Cornish... Oh, yeah, yeah. ...proper cream. Like, you go to a the seafront somewhere in, like, Loo or something and there's a Cornish shop selling ice cream made from the cows in their own backyard. <laughs> that kind of Cornish oh, ice right. cream. Straight, straight from the cow's udder. Kind Literally. Of, kind of ice cream, right, yeah. yeah. I just, we're on holiday. Let me have an ice cream before tea, mum. Yeah, but you won't eat your dinner. That is another one. Honey, trust me. <laughs> you underestimate my power. I'm always going to finish my dinner. Even if I was to have a dinner before my dinner, I'm still going to finish it. I'm still going to eat all of my tea. I don't doubt it, to be fair. I live with you. Right? You don't finish a plate. Literally. To be fair, though, the other one that's similar to that is if you have a nap, you won't sleep. And as a kid, I was like, Mum, trust me, 
I'm asleep. <laughs> but now I can't sleep at all. And if I do have a nap, you know for a fact I'm going to be up all night. So I can kind of see where they're coming from with that one. Go on then, what else is there? So my mother told me that I could only get Facebook, like a Facebook account, as long as I got an app. This app was Fairyland. <laughs> okay. So you make either a fairy or an elf. I had an elf mm-hmm. called Bonoffi. Okay. Yeah, you, you're picturing me as a 13-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> With your elf called Bonoffi, yeah. With my elf called Bonoffi. I was super cool. I had mm, loads of friends yeah. who also played Fairyland. I didn't. Although, <laughs> although mum did try and convert literally everyone I brought home as well. <laughs> but yeah, I thought I thought it was just a rule that if you have a Facebook account, you've also got to have this fairy that you look after. You water your plants and you set out some vegetables for the hedgehogs and the local wildlife and you'd catch them and you'd set up a snail racing game. I'm really selling it, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, it was not long before my elf got neglected, unfortunately. Like um, R.O.P. to all the Nintendogs out there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all the Sims. All those first Sims making a comeback, isn't it? Yeah, it is to be fair. Loads of people play Sims. Tamagotchis, they, mm. they have unfortunately uh, died a death. What gets me about this lie, and I actually really respect your mum for it, because it's quite clear that the only reason she let you believe that was because she wanted someone else to play the game with. Mm-hmm. She she had her fairy garden and she wanted you to have it. That's it, literally it. A lot of these lies are kind of about making sure that your kids are just getting on all right, they're not causing trouble for themselves, <laughs> they're not causing trouble for you, whereas this one is literally just... It's purely selfish reasons. Yeah. And as well, as well, the only reason is... If you visit other people's gardens, you benefit. Yeah. So if you if you water their flowers, you get gold. Or if you play their <laughs> snail racing game, you get gold. Or you might spot a fox on their food table. So your mum literally just wanted you to water she her plants. She wanted to get rich. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. In fairyland. Tell you what, though. <laughs> fully respect it. Props to your mum. That is definitely something that I would do. And it was the same for my sister Millie. Mm-hmm. And the same for literally everyone she met. Now, I'm not going to lie. Pretty certain the first time I went to meet that side of your family, the first time I met your mum, I'm sure... She tried to convince me to get a fairy garden as well. She probably did drop that in there. And, and that was three like, years ago. Yeah, this would have been like a decade after she first <laughs> let me have Facebook. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. I respect it. Another one was handwriting. So I had like a handwriting book and I had those funky handwriting pens with the blue <laughs> ink and the red. It was like a red pen. Yeah. Really, a specific handwriting pen and a book to go in with all the lines mm-hmm. to try and train your handwriting. Because to be fair, my handwriting was like illegible for any other human being apart from myself. <laughs> like I fully, I understand that and I respect that. But handwriting is not important as an adult ever. It doesn't come into play <laughs> at all. Unless I suppose if you do illustration like you did. Occasionally nice writing does help with like yeah if you're doing your own hand lettering yeah it does kind of help but then even then you're taking your time over it like you're not having to yeah i don't really see it as handwriting i see it more as calligraphy no (laughs) although i did do calligraphy as a kid (laughs) 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 so no i think when it comes to illustration i just see it as drawing so even if you're drawing a word you're still drawing it rather than writing it yeah i see that so like i'm gonna draw a butterfly and then i'm gonna draw the word butterfly in the style that I want it to be. Yeah, okay. What are the examples of where handwriting does ever come into adult life? 
It doesn't. It doesn't really. It literally doesn't. The only the only ones I can think of are like postcards, but no one <laughs> no one uses postcards anymore. Birthday cards. Birthday I cards. Guess. But even then, I'm taking my time over it. Like I wouldn't use my actual handwriting for a yeah. birthday card. I would like. I mean, I type it all out first, so I don't have to cross anything out. Because mm-hmm. I know you like things to be neat. So if I'm doing like our anniversary <laughs> cards or your birthday cards, I like to make sure I've got enough space to write everything for one, and I like to leave space for a little picture, a little drawing mm-hmm. as well. You do do that, even cute. though I can't draw very well. And then sometimes, like you have to fill in a form. But if you fill in a form, it's black ink and caps. Yeah. A lot of the time. Honestly, if you want someone to be able to read your writing, just do it in caps. Mm-hmm. I feel like this lie is very synonymous. Ooh, big word from Loz. coming out. Word um, of the day. <laughs> I feel like it's very synonymous with maths is important. Grades are important. Doing well in school is important. Your attendance is important. It's like... Yeah, it's good to be good at those things. It's good to kind of have an all right attendance, an all right level of grades, etc. It's not necessary. It's not as important as most people make it out to be. Yeah, I think the important thing at school is that you learn how to learn yeah. independently. Because like when you get to uni and when you're out of uni, you want the drive to want to still get information yeah. and still better yourself. So I think it's important that you learn that lesson from school and not that if someone spoon feeds you information, you have to soak it in no matter whether you care about it or not. Does that kind of make sense? Especially when school itself, like, it's not always the best way. It's not the best way for everyone. No, for sure. And individual teachers will have their own methods. Mm -hmm. And some, to be fair, do try and cater to every kind of learning style which I appreciated in school. There was definitely a couple where they were like, they made us identify what kind of learners we were and then they would actually mix up the tasks so that they were adhering to a bit of every one per lesson. Mm -hmm. So if you didn't learn it well one way, then maybe you'd remember it because you're a visual learner rather than auditory or whatever, which I did appreciate to be Mm. fair. But I do agree that on the whole, a lot more teachers have their way of teaching and that's it. And if you don't learn that way, you are screwed. You're not passing that exam unless you put in the effort independently Mm -hmm. to learn it how you learn it. Yeah. What about, let's talk about kids bully because they're jealous. I hate this (laughs) so much. Firstly... Can we just get to the absolute, like, crux of the issue of this sentence? I don't care why I'm being bullied. The issue is I'm being bullied. Uh-huh. I don't care if it's because they're a dick, if it's because they're getting bullied themselves, if it's because they're jealous, if it's because they enjoy inflicting pain on other people. I don't care. It's the fact that they're doing it that is the problem. If you go and say to your parent or your teacher or whatever, so-and-so is bullying me, and you turn around and say, oh, that's okay, though. It's because they're jealous of you. (laughs) That does not help me. And it's also a lie. (laughs) It is. You know for a fact, nine times out of ten, their bullying is not fueled by jealousy. They're bullying you because... They think you're weaker than them and you're an easy target. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. Most of the time. Yeah, kids might be a little bit mean to you if they're jealous of you, but if they're jealous, they're going to find you intimidating. And we're saying kids, but adults bully adults as well. Mm -hmm. And I don't think the reasons are that different. No, not at all. Really? It's it's so dumb. And it's even if it is because they're jealous, that still isn't an excuse. 
it's like you're excusing their behavior. You're saying, but it's because they're jealous. So it's fine. It isn't fine. I think most of the lies we're looking at or have looked at so far um, are relatively harmless. Mm -hmm. But this one has the potential to actually be damaging because mm -hmm. if you go through your whole life, imagine, imagine actually believing that bullies bullied you because they thought you were better than them yeah. in some way. Like you'd you'd get bullied and you'd be like, thanks. Yeah. And you'd have this proper superiority yeah. complex. You'd see the bullies as worse than you. Yeah, definitely. In social standing or whatever. I don't know. It's definitely better, I think, if you were to say to your child, look, um, bullying happens. Sometimes people are just asses. Yeah. And they usually have their reasons. And I don't know what they are because clearly I don't know this child. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what those reasons are. Mm -hmm. They're doing something wrong and they need to be taught that that is an acceptable behaviour. Yeah, I mean, you need to stand up to them yeah. or tell a nice responsible adult <laughs> about it who will actually deal with it. I do, I do kind of feel like, oh, it's just because they're jealous of you. That's just the cop-out answer, isn't it? It's because you don't want to deal with it. Yeah. The, the fact that they're being bullied yeah. and you think that that'll somehow make them feel better about the situation yeah. as if they're not going to go into school the next day and like just face the same old stuff yeah. and still feel exactly the same way about it. Yeah, it's like they're going to suddenly feel better about it because you're telling them that they're better than their bully. Yeah, no, that's that's that, that summed it up better than I did. <laughs> how how that can lead to issues yeah. down the line. It, it doesn't, it doesn't help. Similarly with um, someone copying you, Mm. Apparently that's a compliment. <laughs> Is it bulls? <laughs> again, same same process. I don't care why they're copying me. I don't care if you think it's a good thing that they're copying me. I don't want to be copied. That's the nub and gist of it. I don't want <laughs> to be copied. I don't care if it's a compliment. I don't care if it's an insult. Stop stealing my work. Uh-huh. Why are you trying to be me? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I just don't understand it. It makes no sense. At least if you're being copied, that is out of jealousy. <laughs> well, yeah. But then I don't even know if it is out of jealousy or whether it's just out of the person copying just is either too lazy or mm, yeah, not creative enough. Yeah, it's, it'll be either laziness or they don't believe in themselves yeah. enough. Which is kind of sad, but I don't care. Don't copy me. Yeah, literally. It's better to teach the copier yeah. how to... Have their own ideas. Have their own, yeah, have their own way of doing things yeah. and be original. And fair enough, you can take inspiration. Mm -hmm. But I do feel like... There's there's still a very fine line between being inspired and copying. Yeah. So, so much of my work is I'll get given like a reference mm -hmm. song to try and emulate. Yeah. Be in, take inspiration from. Yeah. And if I go too far, it's plagiarism and yeah. against the law. Yeah. It's literally illegal. But people don't know that. People, especially in terms of music and, and art and illustration... And especially when, say, you see an idea on Pinterest or your mate posts something cute on Instagram and you think, oh, that looks really good, I want to try that. There's a way of doing it. And I think that these people don't realise that actually what they're doing is against the law, especially in terms of when it's copying something that someone's making money from. Oh, yeah, for sure. Royalties. Yeah. I think um, copyright is one of the biggest misunderstood 
mm-hmm. things in the arts in yeah. general. Even now, I come across people that think that it needs to be like applied for, like you apply to have something copyrighted. No, if you've made it, it's copyrighted. It's yours. <laughs> yeah, that's it. All you have to do is make it. Yeah, <laughs> that is it. It's your intellectual material, yeah. intellectual property. That's yeah. how they phrase it, isn't it? Honestly. But yeah, I don't. I don't care. I don't see it as a compliment. I see it as really annoying. Mm-hmm. To be honest, get your own ideas. I really work hard for the stuff that I create, and I really work hard to be original. Why can't you do that too? Yeah, I mean, you have like a mood board of things you're inspired by a lot yeah. of the time. But like your final product is an amalgamation of everything. Yeah you've experienced in your life and seen. Yeah, exactly. And what, how you think something should look. Yeah, 100%. Oh, it's annoying. <laughs> I can see Ooh. you've got a your bonnet about that one. Honestly, <laughs> I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> what else is there then? Video games and films. Oh, what, being violent makes you violent? Yeah, that's it. No, being a tit makes you violent. <laughs> yeah, or things like... Um, like childhood trauma mm-hmm. or neglect might l- and or like um mental health issues behavioral health, issues yeah. there's so many things that come into it you cannot blame films and games and i'll tell you for why right here we go here we go so are you saying that there was no violent people mm-hmm. before the film was invented mm-hmm because Romans were crucifying people. <laughs> Bloody middle Age torture. Mm-hmm. Middle, middle Age? Mid, the Middle Ages. Middle Ages. Torture not, in the Middle Ages. Not torture of Middle Aged people. Just to clarify. I didn't even pick up on that. <laughs> um, torture methods from the Middle Ages. Mm-hmm. Jack the Ripper. Yeah. Didn't murder people because he caught the end of Othello in the theatre, <laughs> did he? <laughs> Went to the Globe. And when, oh, you know what? That's sick. I'll do that. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. <laughs> I really rate that. Am I wrong, though? <laughs> Honestly, no. It's, oh. And I just don't even understand why it's a thing. Right. I, here's my theory. Here's my theory. So adults all say, oh, you're on your phone too much. Mm. You're playing video games too much rather than spending quality time with me, which is... I suppose valid, like you're a parent, mm-hmm. but also your child has their own life and all these friends online that they play their games with. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, maybe they're inspired by film. Like you wouldn't stop them painting or yeah. looking at, you wouldn't stop them going to an art gallery versus watching a film. And yeah. for some kids, they're the same thing because that's, that's their art form. That's their preferred art form to consume, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so my theory is that... Adults say, oh, you're playing too many video games or it's going to make you violent because they don't want to address, like, say their kid is violent. Mm-hmm. They don't want to address the, the fact real reasons that that could be down to them. Yeah. Or they don't want to admit that their child might have behavioural problems or they yeah. don't want to admit that they neglected their child and therefore their child has unchecked yeah. mental disorders. But then, on the other hand, I do think there are a lot of parents out there that look at their kids and think, oh, wow, I've not let them play games and they're really well behaved. 
look at all these other terrible parents whose kids are violent and aggressive. They must have let them watch, I don't know, like violent films, stuff like that. And I think it, it swings both ways. I don't know. It's a deep one. But it could also be as simple as they don't like watching those films. They don't play games themselves, so they just... It's ignorance. They don't understand that... Not even that. They just don't want... Like, if you've only got one TV in the house and you want to watch a rom-com and your kid wants to watch some aggressive adventure, fighting, Viking-y, I don't know, you know? Yeah. You're going to say, you can't watch that for whatever reason you can yeah, think of. I'm watching Springwatch on the other channel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but mom saws on. <laughs> I think, I do think it's interesting. I've, I've never had to deal with this lie because I was you... never really a video gamer. Mm. Me and mum were always, I was raised on books. Um, and I know you can have both, but we just didn't. It just wasn't really something that I was interested in. And me and mum, mum's the only person that'll watch a horror film with me. <laughs> you won't. No one else will. I have to wait until I go home to visit my mum to watch a horror film. Yeah. And yeah, that's just kind of what we've always watched. And I, I think that part of the reason why I don't watch horror films or like I don't like watching horror films with you as much mm. is because my parents didn't like horror films yeah. and they've passed on like unintentionally that sort of stigma against yeah. horror films, um, potentially. Um, and also because I don't really like being scared. But again, it's the same like, it's the same. I wasn't exposed to being scared as a kid by films because yeah. I only watched films that, although I did watch Jaws when I was 12. Right? <laughs> the least scary I, horror film ever. Well, yeah, it's, I mean, I watch it now and I'm like, what was I thinking? <laughs> um, but I literally begged um, my stepdad, Rob. Mm-hmm. I begged and begged and begged, like, please, can we watch it together? I really, really want to watch Jaws because I was fascinated by sharks. Mm-hmm. Please, 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 can we watch it? And we, we watch it in, like, my dark bedroom on my TV <laughs> screen. And he's, we're, like, chomping on whatever. And we just... It's, it's a very fond memory, but for the fact that I was scared. <laughs> <laughs> the, whole, the whole film. I don't, think, I don't think we even made it to the end. I think we, pa- we, we paused and we were going to watch the second half another night because it had got quite late. Yeah. Honestly, just I was trembling. Did. I couldn't sleep. I missed the toilet. <laughs> Standing up. <laughs> I just yeah. Anyway, that that me, me and scary films have a have a history. Okay, that's so funny. I had a similar problem with the village. I don't think um, I've seen that. Yeah, so we watched it in school, um, in year seven to look at um, the symbolism of color. Okay. To be fair, it's a great film, <laughs> but still scary. <laughs> <laughs> so like, yeah, I appreciate scary films as like an art form, mm-hmm. but I don't think they make you violent. No, not at all. Yeah, if it's what you're into, then you should definitely mm-hmm. watch them. And if your parent says no and so they make you violent, then, I don't know, question why that might be. <laughs> I do want to make a disclaimer because I know that my mum's going to listen to this. <laughs> she didn't let me watch 18s when I was 12. She stuck to the age rating. She's not a bad mum. <laughs> Just putting that one out there. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know. Good disclaimer. Yeah. Just Just making it clear. But, yeah, when I was 15, I was watching 15s. When I was 18, I was watching 18s. Yeah, age-appropriate violence yeah. is fine. Uh, Either, and even if I was watching 18s when I was 12, it still doesn't make you violent. No. Now, 
the moment we know you've all been waiting for. Your favourite section. <laughs> it is... Shits. And... Giggles. Yeah. Wonderful. You still need to work on a jingle for that. <laughs> oh, can we do that? We could probably do that. Have like a, a special little shits and gigs. I'm thinking like an acapella choir kind of thing. Yeah. Shits and giggles. Shits and giggles. This tune's definitely copyrighted, but never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, shits and giggles. The news. Now, I've got the shits. Hmm. Huh. feel like I need to rephrase that. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Well, no, I'm not, to be fair. <laughs> That's what finally going to McDonald's does for you. <laughs> oh, smooth transition. Mm, yes. So, I have the lovely job of providing the shits. <laughs> of the week and it's sod's law in it really mcdonald's finally opens don't have the full menu what what's a girl to do <laughs> <laughs> it'd be something to do with like reduced staff or yeah i get it but you know a girl wants a chicken legend yeah a girl does and so does a boy mm-hmm. and so does a non-binary person probably mm-hmm and those giant Big Macs, right? <laughs> can we can we just take a moment to remember <laughs> our fallen soldier <laughs> and love <laughs> those giant Big Macs? I never know when we're going to see them again. They got cut short by about a week because of lockdown. I didn't make the most of them. I say that I probably had about five. We probably did make the most of them. <laughs> let's be real. But we are mourning our loss, aren't we? One hundred percent. It could be worse, but what about the breakfasts? What about the breakfasts? I just want a Mackey's breakfast. Although, actually, tell a lie, no, I don't, because shout out Wrap It and Run. <laughs> they have our backs. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never need a McDonald's breakfast again. Nope. And if you're if you're in Milton Keynes, check them out. They do the best breakfast wraps and bowls, like bucket things. Mm-hmm. Um... And they're absolutely incredible. Can confirm. Lovely, lovely people. Other weekend, we had one on a Saturday. And then you went, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to see if they've got a slot open Sunday too. Oh, I did, didn't I? Uh-huh. They're definitely a brand that I would happily shout out without sponsorship day in and day out, to be honest. Yep, 100%. Love them. But while we are obviously joking about McDonald's, we do also want to say that you should be supporting your local businesses. It's all those local restaurants that have actually been keeping us going. Mm-hmm. Um, providing takeaway options, you know, doing... There's somewhere near us that not only does their own takeaway options, but they're also selling, or they were selling, um, like, essentials that they could get that you couldn't get in a normal supermarket as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they've been keeping us going, and what I don't really want to see is that once all of the big places open again everyone just goes rushing to them and forgets about all these small businesses Mm -hmm. everyone was very much on a let's support local hype during lockdown and that definitely should be carried on yeah i don't know whether it was just because they were the only things like open yeah (laughs) but we should definitely continue to do it after Mm -hmm. lockdown yeah 100 percent. i agree cool so on that note Mm mm-hmm 
I have the glorious job of giving you the giggles for this week, courtesy of our boys over at Springwatch. Yes. We've been learning about all the wildlife that's returned to the UK in their swarms as a result of it being of there being quieter roads and quieter air traffic. Yeah, less pollution. And fewer people out and about. Um, so seahorses, which I had no idea we had in the UK, have returned <laughs> to UK rivers. Not a clue. I had no idea we had seahorses. Nope. I thought that was a tropical thing. But, I mean, we have had a, a warm spring as well, so that might have brought them over here. Mm-hmm. Um, porpoises, bottlenose dolphins. Who knew? Who, Who knew? And wasn't that in, like, Wales or somewhere? Oh, possibly. I think it was... Scotland? No, Scotland's too cold. I think the porpoises might have been Devon or Cornwall. Possibly. Like one of the, it was one of the um, main keys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't remember. But also um, humpback whales, which we do see anyway, but mm-hmm. there have been loads of sightings this spring. Um, so yeah, my good piece of news is that sort of as a knock-on effect of all the stuff that's been happening in the world with the pandemic and everything... Mm-hmm at least nature's kind of been recovering and doing pretty well for itself as a result um, of us not like interfering and not getting in the way. And, you know, we've, they've got a chance to nest and just kind of survive and get on with their, with their lives, which is great. It's beautiful. And I hope we learn something from this. And I hope that after lockdown, we still continue to give them the space that they need to thrive. For sure. Yeah, I agree. Cool. I think that rounds up our second episode. It does. What? I, you know what? I'm impressed we made it past the trailer. <laughs> but to get to the second episode... Yeah, you're one for starting a project <laughs> and then just leaving it halfway through, aren't you? You've got a okay. half-painted rhino somewhere in this room. <laughs> All right, read. I see. <laughs> I see what is open. it is. <laughs> um... Oh, I'm proud of us. Yeah, I think we've done, done well. very well. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Excellent. Well, we'll hope to see you next time we upload an episode. Which will hopefully be next Thursday. And in the meantime, you can follow us both on Instagram at adultinmadeoneasy. And you can follow me at PositivelyLoz on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. And you can follow me on Instagram at Daniel Cape on Soundtracks. Um, and also Facebook, yeah. Daniel Cape on soundtracks. Cool. Until we need a, uh, we need an end jingle. We need like a da da da. Bye. You could do that. Go on. Da da da. Ciao. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time. Until next time. Happy adulting. <laughs> <laughs> so cringe. <laughs> Go on. You can keep that in. <laughs> Bye. See ya.